Stand by for action. Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Miller. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy, and I want to welcome you to part two of this episode of the Unpleasant Blind Guy on EDL Radio. Now remember, if you want to contact me with comments, questions, show suggestions, awesome American suggestions, I'm available at UBG Contact on Twitter, or I can also be found as Dave Milner or Agador, that's A-G-G-E-D-O-R, on Mublet, the Tea Party Community, Spreely, Mines, MeWe, or Gab. Now let's begin. Welcome back to the English Fence League Radio Show with Hills Jeff Spider Mitchell. Jeff, your views so far, my brother. Well, sorry, but, uh, Dave, I was just listening to it, but I, I just remembered that I, I'd muted myself. I'd, <laughs> I was coughing a little bit. And, no, it's not coronavirus, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, I mean, so far what Tommy said was right. I mean, if you see the video, uh, and, and any people out there, our great listeners out, you get a chance to look at the video. Look at the man. He was dressed as a woman. And look what he was doing. Gyrating um, what he shouldn't have been doing. It was it was really disgusting. And that is why so many people was up in arms about it. But, yeah, I mean, um, that's a good, valuable point that Tommy's made. Because we all, saw, we all saw that there was an issue going on at one of the schools. We didn't quite understand. We just thought it was some Muslims not happy about something. And um, then we started to look into it, like Tommy did, start to understand that these are parents, and they were concerned what was being taught. And that's what Tommy was talking about. Um, you know, something a man dressed as a woman and doing what he was doing in front of five and six year old children is is unacceptable. In our, in our schools, it should be unacceptable in any school. And, and, and what that politician said was disgusting to, to uh, smash, uh, you know, um, smash uh, sort of, uh, the, the, the thing about normalisation of a man and a woman, like Tommy was talking about. Um, but, yeah, it has raised a lot of awareness in this. And we've been talking about this for quite a while, myself and Dave, and you know this show, we've always been, this is sort of a Marxist, whatever you want to call it, indoctrination, uh, gender, um, uh, tra- trying to transcend young kids into becoming, you know, um, not what they are, but something else. And I think it's disgusting. The children are children. They shouldn't be these sort of things uh, put in their head, should they, Dave, at any time until they're old enough. They come to when they're 18, 19, 20, when they're, more, when they're adults, they can make their own decisions what they want to do in their lives. This shouldn't be left down to transgenders to go into the school doing these things uh, to young children. And no wonder the parents are up in arms. Dave, back to you, Bob. All right, Jeff. Well, thanks, man. I hope that people will, if you're listening to this in podcast, I'm really hoping that what you'll do is play this bit back. 
because the figures that Tommy Robinson is mentioning are going to mesh right in with an article that we have after this where the the UK government is beginning to address their issue Jeff is talking about when it comes to the age that these children can begin making decisions about these sexual choices and and for Americans guys you know you definitely need to look around in the United States it's going on here big time uh, the um the sexual fluidization so to speak of our children and yes very young children remember that case in Texas where um this woman decided that she wanted her son to be a girl and she called him Luna and thankfully the father won a court case in uh, in that and the boy is now actually acting like a boy and he has the right to be a boy and not be turned into a little girl which is something the woman wanted that they want they want it's like they want to create guys this is millennials wanting to create designer kids this is disgusting yeah. dystopian science fiction stuff and it's going on on both sides of the pond and this is wrong because these kids need to be old enough as Jeff said as Tommy Robinson said they need to be at, a, at an age where they can make these decisions. If a kid can serve in the military, then they can make a decision is about what they want to be, whatever. Okay, but before that, it quite frankly, in my opinion, is child abuse, and this sort of thing should be fought tooth and nail. Now, I'll go ahead and play the second part, Jeff, but I just want to say one more thing first. If you guys over in the States are thinking about voting for Pete Booty Judge, for president, all right, uh, the uh, Super Tuesday primaries are coming up. Uh, I'll be one of the ones out there voting, but I sure ain't voting for no booty judge, all right? Booty judge is going to be one of the people that is going to be pushing hard for stuff like this, guys. And this, if you are concerned about your children and your grandchildren, is something you don't want. And as far as um, over in the U.K. goes, trans rights are something that's really huge right now. I've been reading story after story about this uh, coming from the Labor Party, and that's something that parents are really going to have to take a, uh, a concern with if they want to protect their children. So I'm going to go ahead, Jeff, with your permission, and we'll, uh, you, know, um, you may want to check the uh, chat room to see if someone hasn't come in yet, and if not, then I'll go ahead and play part two. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got... <laughs> I think I know it is as well. We Think Freely um, is here, and, and I'm sure it's just a dear friend of ours. <laughs> Dave says, hi, Jeff. Uh, um, hi, Dave. Uh, I'm still streaming, but thought I'd drop in. Good to hear you guys, and it's good to, uh, to have you here, Joss, as well. And, uh, and the, it's just, I don't know if you've been listening, but uh, uh, we've been uh, playing some of the Heart of Oak with uh, Tommy Robinson uh, speaking about things that we often, myself and you, often talk about when we have a when we go in your chat and uh, we're talking to the listeners. So I'm glad that you're here, uh, Bob, and uh, I hope your family's here listening as well. <laughs> so uh, anyway, though, just to, just to let you know, we have we think freely. Uh, otherwise known as uh, as my friend Josh uh, with the WT. FN radio show. Um, yeah, he, he said, yes, I, I heard Tommy speak. I think uh, Joss has listened 
uh, to the heart of Vogue, and he was quite impressed with it as well, Dave. So, yeah, I'm bringing it back to you, Dave, because we're, uh, we're just, we're just going to play the second part now. Um, so there you go. Uh, so back to you, Dave. Right, Jeff. Oh, yeah, and, and joined us as well, Dave. Sorry, Bigfoot's just joined us. So there you go. Yes, welcome, Justin. Welcome, Biggie. Yeah, um, I'm not streaming right now. I usually stop streaming, but before I do shows because it just makes a mess when I do when I try and do a show. And, you know, just, <laughs> but uh, for that matter. Uh, hi, uh, we think uh, Jeff and Agatha is just saying a big hello to, to us all. So I just want to let you know, Dave. Okay, bub? Good, good. All right. So, and a big hello again to Biggie and, uh, of course, to uh, Joss there. Um, all right, guys, we're going to play part two of this. This here is going to be about eight and a half minutes long. And this is part two of Tommy Robinson's address at the Heart of Oak or Hearts of Oak, excuse me, launch, which you can find on YouTube or uh, maybe even BitChute if they decide to take it down off of YouTube. Anyway, here you go, guys. You're listening to the English Defense League radio show. The Tavistock Foundation is a, the one organization which is, children are sent to when they have gender dysphoria. They've had 35 resignations in the last three years from experts, medical experts, who are, so, who are standing against what is being forced. Many of the statements people have made when they've resigned is, we don't feel we can talk about this because of the trans lobby who then attack them. People feel silenced that they cannot speak about this issue. Now, where have we heard that before? Where have we seen that before? We've seen social services, police leaders, everyone whose job it is to protect children stand by and allow industrialised rape of a generation of children because they were scared to talk about the issues. They were scared to talk about the issues for the same reason that now medical experts are scared to address these issues. That is because many organisations and groups who are funded attack them, destroy them, deplatform them, slander them. Let me read now. So, Medical professionals are being silenced on this issue. That's why I want to talk about it. That's why I believe we have to talk about it. There is a Muslim gentleman in Birmingham who faces prison for taking his child out of school because he stands against this indoctrination of his child. Okay? Remember, this is becoming compulsory. I believe he's in court on the 30th of March. We have to stand with that man. The British public must stand with that parent. It is his right to decide and not let me and, and again I'm going to be called transphobic um, hateful bigoted homophobic let me I'll, I will weather that storm because I'm standing up as a parent and I'm standing up for what's right it's morally right it's righteous let me read you now some primary school books and this is where the confusion is coming into young children. One book, Mr. Seahorse. Mr. Seahorse, a stunning picture book from Eric Carle about Mr. Seahorse and other male mothers. Male mothers. Another book, Jacob's New Dress. But Jacob wants to wear a dress to school. This is confusion of primary school 
children. Another book, Billy's New Frock. Billy wakes up to find that he has turned into a girl. Another book, I Am Jazz. This confused her family until they took her to a doctor who said that Jazz was transgender and that was, she was born that way. These books, and in fact, I hate to do this, but I will do it. I'll quote the Guardian newspaper. Another book, and my issue, and my issue on this, is their primary school children, okay? You're talking, some of the children now being referred to these gender dysphoria are three years old. Sargon said to me earlier, my son when he was three thought he was a fire, a fire engine, okay? You're now sending them for gender dysphoria appointments, three years old, four years old, five years old, 13, 13%. We've had 10,000 children now. And are we going to ignore it and be silenced? We've seen what happened to a generation of our daughters already. This is child abuse. My name is Kit and I'm 12 years old. This is from another book for primary school children. My name is Kit and I'm 12 years old. I live in a house with my mum and dad and our dog Pickle. When I was born, the doctors told my mum and dad that they had a baby girl. And so for the first few years of my life, that's how my parents raised me. This is called being assigned female at birth. I wasn't ever very happy that way. These are the opening lines of a new book called Can I Tell You About Gender Diversity, which is being introduced into primary schools. You wonder why you are confusing our children. We are sitting on a trans time bomb of confused young children growing up. And when we talk about... I've spoke about the, the way that people don't feel free to speak about this. I've watched, as the Muslim community, the more I've looked into it, they've been silenced in Birmingham. They've been silenced, they've been stigmatised, they've been slandered um, as extremists. I've seen the local politicians condemn them. Their parents, who have fears and worries about what's being taught to their children. The message I'd like to give about this organisation and about activism to the British establishment. Do you know what's so crazy? This is all happening under, uh, under a Conservative government. Not under Jeremy Corbyn's Labour Party, under a Conservative government. The silencing and the fear aspect. We want to become an umbrella for people across the country, the 90% of Welsh citizens who oppose this, and it was forced anyway. We want to give a message to the British establishment that if you think this is going under the carpet and quietly passing through for compulsory teaching in children's education by September, if you think you've seen problems outside schools in Birmingham, you haven't actually seen anything yet. Because, and I'll put the olive branch out to the parents in Birmingham, we would, I think that we have to, the British public have to support them. Main, the main problem here is that many parents will not even be aware that drag artists are being brought in to speak to children at school, to read nursery rhyme books, that these books are, part of the, are becoming part of curriculum teachings, the increase going up of over 2,000% each year of gender, dysphor gender dysphoria. So in that, as a father, as a father, as a guardian to my children, I will not allow a nanny state to remove my parental rights. And I want to make sure that people join. If you wanted a movement to join, I urge you to join it. I urge 
real LGBT activists. We've come a long way in protecting gay people's rights. I'd be the first people, person to speak up for gay people's rights. This, these videos, these, this teaching, is nothing about gay people's rights. This is about an enforced doctrination into primary school children. I implore you to join this fight. I implore you to join this movement. The nanny state makes for a terrible educator and an even worse parent. I'd like to thank you all. And again, I'd say we've had some great speakers. I'm, I'm proud to be part of a movement that's going to stand up for the citizens who feel silence. The only way to do it is to spread the word, to join, and to protect a generation of children from what can only be described as cultural Marxism. Thank you. Wow. You know, well said, I know I mean, that every parent, almost every parent and grandparent up and down the country will agree with those sentiments, but they don't say it. It takes somebody with the courage and the guts and the experience of Tommy Robinson to take the lead and to stand up, and I, I applaud him for doing so. And let's, uh, if you get behind this, get behind this movement, get behind it, uh, do so. And the movement will grow up and down the country. People are waiting for a lead to stand up against the establishment and against this teaching that's going into our prepubescent young children in primary schools. That's the key. We're not against gays, we're against it, but it's these children in primary schools that are being taught this, this dangerous uh, uh, stuff. So anyway, many, many thanks to you, Tommy. It's really good. And welcome back to the Independence League Radio Show with your host, Jeff Spider-Mitchell. Jeff, your comments. Well, there you go. I think, Tommy, uh, if you're going to get behind something, you've got to get behind and protect your kids, uh, what's going on in their schools. Um, I've got some comments here. I'd, I'd like uh, um, just to let you know uh, what's being said uh, from Bigfoot. He says, uh, uh, and, and this is, uh, it's, it's, made, it's cheered me up, actually, uh, Bigfoot says, I see that Tim Burton, our very own cat stranger, as we know him, Dave, is back on Twitter with a, pic- a picture of Tommy R. holding Tim's book. So he's finally had his book published, and Tommy was probably one of the first people uh, to get a copy of that book. So good to see him back. Good to see him back on um, on Twitter again. Um, as... Um, as just uh, We Think Freely uh, says here, this is horrific to listen to, knowing that the law is on the side of child abuse. Um, so there you go. Um, I know I, I agreed with Joss. Uh, uh, also, I, I, I did comment to Bigfoot with Nice Man. I'm glad Tim's back. And he's finished his books. So I, I know we were talking about this uh, going back a, a while now. Uh, so there you go. Um, and once again, um, Joss is saying, vile trash. I hope Bojo uh, uh, clears the scum out of Parliament. I know I would agree with every, every sentence you said there, uh, Joss. So with that, I'd like to pass it back to you, Dave. Uh, for some of your comments there, brother. Right. Well, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's um, it really is something that uh, 
you know, I find almost ironic here. Um, because this is this is Islam versus political correctness. Um, and that is um that really is something that they've run into and it's going to be interesting to see how they parse this out. My guess, and it's only a guess at this point, is going to be that they'll find some way that people who have a religious objection to this can actually be exempted from it. But it won't be for people who are Christian and have that religious exemption. It'll be only for the Muslims, of course. And while I agree with Tommy Robinson that we should back the parents in this, of any parents who want to oppose this, I agree with him there. I would just want to say, and this may be considered helpful and it may be considered not, but I cannot avoid saying this, uh, given all of the things that we have covered for so many years on this show, I would want to say to those Muslim parents in Birmingham, you look at this situation that you find your children in, in officialdom, and what it is doing to them, and what it is being, it is being allowed to be done to them. Consider the people, the men mostly, that you are covering for in your community that are using non-Muslim children as sex toys and the other Mohammedans that your community is covering for that are doing things like torturing dogs and cats to death. Consider the pain that they are causing and consider the pain that you are feeling. Yes, I know that your green book says it's okay for them to do what they've done, but consider the pain that you're feeling now. The pain is ten times worse for those people whose children, the ones you're covering for, have abused. All right? And consider changing your ways. All right, Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, no, Dave, uh, everything you said there, as I say, we've been fighting this long fight for such a long time, and uh, and now uh, we find that uh, the, the, these Muslim children's parents are standing up against what's going on in the schools with this Marxist crap that's been uh, taught. Uh, as uh, as Joss said, it's uh, it's it's child abuse. You can't see nothing else. It's indoctrinating children with this vile way of thinking. And um, there was an article, I'm not sure if you got that article there, on Breitbart, uh, which I did post to actually Joss, uh, and he read that out. Um, and that's, uh, have you got that, Dave? The UK to scrap transgender proposal out of fear of harming children who lack decision-making capabilities? Have you got that, Dave? Yes, yes, I do, Jeff, and I'm prepared to play that oh, yeah, right I, now if you're oh, ready. Oh, sorry, Dave, because oh, I don't want because you can play that, can't you, Dave? I think you you've got to think to play that, haven't you? Yes, I do, Jeff. That's one of the great things, people, that uh, that we love about Breitbart, is that they have a bot that will read the articles, and they can certainly read them better than I can. Um, and I'll go ahead and play this one. Jeff read the title of it. This is from the 24th. So this was four days before the Hearts of Oak launch. And I think it is showing a little bit of hope, and I think it's also a uh, kick in the taco for Theresa May, which <laughs> you guys will hear. Um, but let me go ahead and play this, Jeff, if you're ready. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. 
All right, you guys, this will be just under four minutes. You guys are listening to the English Defense League Radio Show. Listen to this article and remember what Tommy Robinson said four days later. UK to scrap transgender proposal out of fear of harming children who lack decision-making capabilities. By Kurt Sindelka on February 24, 2020. The United Kingdom is expected to drop planned changes to the Gender Recognition Act that would have made it easier for children to change their gender. A government consultation launched by former Prime Minister Theresa May in 2018 that would have allowed people to change their gender by identifying as another has reportedly been scrapped over fears that it would negatively impact children who lack the decision-making capabilities to make such a transition for themselves. While we believe adults should be able to live their lives, and trans rights should be respected and protected. The government also has a role to play in protecting children, a government source told The Times. The report that the government is set to discard planned changes to the act flies in the face of the former prime minister who said in 2018, What was very clear from our survey is that transgender people across the UK find the process of legally changing their gender overly bureaucratic and invasive. I want to see a process that is more streamlined and demedicalized, because being trans should never be treated as an illness. Currently in the UK children can start gender transition therapy without the need for parental consent after just three sessions of psychological examination. Though the average age for such treatment is 14, children as young as 12 can receive puberty blockers. The National Health Service, NHS, in England has ordered a review of the use of such drugs. In December, a report found that 35 psychologists from the Tavistock and Portman NHS Foundation Trust, which runs the Gender Identity Development Service, GIDS, have resigned over the past three years. The report also found that the number of children treated by the service increased from 770 a decade ago to 2,590 last year. The change of direction for the government follows a similar move in Sweden, which was moving strongly in the direction of lowering the minimum age for gender reassignment surgery before shelving the parliamentary debate last year, The Guardian reports. This was followed by controversy surrounding the evidence the Swedish government was basing its decisions on, questioning whether allowing younger children to have their sex surgically changed was actually beneficial and effective in preventing suicides. Transgender rights have become a hot topic in the race to replace Jeremy Corbyn as the leader of the Labour Party, with the heir apparent to head the far left of the party, Rebecca Long Bailey signing a pledge that called for the expulsion of transphobic people from the party. One of her rivals in the leadership race, MP for Wigan Lisa Nandi recently said that biological males should be able to transfer into all female prisons if they identify as a woman, including convicted rapists. I believe fundamentally in people's right to self-ID. I believe the Gender Recognition Act strikes the wrong balance in relation to that, said Nandi, adding, crimes that are recorded should be recorded as that person wishes having gone through that process. Trans women are women and trans men are men and should be accommodated in the prison of their choosing, she concluded. The proposed changes to the Gender Recognition Act have been met with resistance in the UK from feminist groups who fear that the changes would negatively impact women's rights in the country. Maya Forstatter who lost her job at the Center for Global Development for treating that men cannot change into women, said, I do not believe male people can be women. If trans rights means males in women's single-sex spaces, sports, and associations, there is a conflict with women's rights. Follow Kurt on Twitter at a Kurt Zendelka.
And there you go, Jeff. Thanks. Everybody, welcome back. Yeah, go thank ahead, you man. very much, Dave. Because uh, um, I, I just remembered, as I, I got that link, when I was listening to Tommy, I put that link up there, and I just, I'm sure me and Dave had talked about this, and, and you've got the bright, um, you know, the audio, which is, is pretty good, isn't it? It's always good to listen oh, yeah. to Breitbart in, in, in that way. Um, as I say, it's a lot easier for Dave as well. I say, um, Dave has uh, got problems with his, with his eyesight, bless him. And uh, it just makes life a lot easier uh, for you, doesn't it, Dave, eh, mate? Yeah, it does, Jeff. You may want to call back in, man, because I just noticed the bloody oh, time. I'm sorry, time. man. <laughs> Dave, hold the fault for me then, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, man. We'll do. Um, everybody, just going to call back in and just want to say to people, um, if you want to get replays of the Sunday shows here, all right, you can hear them at my page, at the Unpleasant Blind Guy page at Spreaker.com. That runs through SHR Media, and my show times there are 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. That's 6 p.m. in the U.K., Monday through Friday, and of course, Saturday at midnight Eastern Time in the U.S., and that's Saturday at 5 a.m. in the U.K., and I'm also now on with Kenneth McClinton, who runs the Exceptional Conservative Network. Just go to the exceptionalconservativenetwork.com, and you can hear me on the Exceptional Conservative Show on Thursdays after 10 p.m. Eastern that's 3 a.m. on Fridays in the U.K., and I'll be, I'm on with Ken for a little bit, and we talk about things a little bit more in the United States, but it's always good and interesting talk. Jeff and I both like Ken. And um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, now, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. That he is. Now, Jeff. And that is it for this time. Next time, part three. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. The Unpleasant Blind Guy is copyright 2020. Anno Domini. Now for Dave's Canes. Extras that help you navigate the new media world. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Southern Sense is conservative talk with Annie, the radio chick you bellows as host and C.S. Bennett co-host. Informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect. You never know where they'll go, but you'll love the journey. Annie is a top conservative host on Top Talk Radio and features some of the finest guests packed with important politicians and newsmakers. Listen every Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, noon to 3 Pacific, on the SHR Media Network. Remember, Southern Sense is Common Sense. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. 
Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dummett. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com and Lid Radio. We fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Good evening. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bob Saloon Radio Show is featured on the SHR Media Network every Tuesday and Thursday night for two hours at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. Whilst manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ continues to radically change the world of leftists, one diaper at a time. Stop balancing your checkbooks. Stop cleaning your fish tanks. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is your magnet for truth, justice, obesity, a darkened studio, and late-night freedom. No United States of America freedoms were abridged in the making of this ad. This is Shannon Wright. And this is Michael Wright. Reminding you to listen to The Right Way with Shannon and Mike. Every Monday through Thursday. 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on shrmedia.com. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. After six years covering terror and corruption, the unpleasant blind guy is making a change. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker and YouTube through SHR Media and on the Western Free Radio Network as I team up with Jeff Mitchell, host of the English Defense League radio show on blogtalkradio.com. Check show pages for airtimes. It's the unpleasant blind guy. On EDL Radio, there's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The dream deferred is real. You've been waiting for the Exceptional Conservative Network, and now it's here. Go to theexceptionalconservativeshow.com. Tune in and get the best in urban conservative talk. 
Stop dreaming. It's real. <laughs>